Ralph is a first-generation Haitian-American who has devoted his career to helping people connect the dots between their God-given purpose and the, the resources support they need to turn dreams into reality. He's had a multidisciplinary education and career working at the intersection of technology, entrepreneurship, and empowerment. Currently, he works at Facebook, where he helps lead a program called Elevate. Facebook Elevate is a community and learning platform dedicated to accelerating the growth of businesses, organizations, and creators of color. Prior to his role, he spent three years at Facebook consulting global restaurant and e-commerce businesses on their Facebook digital marketing strategies to amplify and grow their brands. Ralph holds a degree from Lehigh University and in global Africana studies with a focus in entrepreneurship. He's originally from West Orange, New Jersey, and resides in Austin, Texas. Always an advocate for personal development, Ralph is a teacher, coach, and mentor to both people and businesses who need the tools, skill sets, and mindsets to thrive. Please help me give a, a big warm welcome for Mr. Ralph Jean Noel. Hey, <laughs> thank you so much, Nate. Um, appreciate it and just want to say hello and what's up to everybody. Um, when you read that bio, it makes me sound so official. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you for having me, for, for doing this. Um, I know that this is going to be so impactful, especially during this time. Um, so just to kind of give, I mean, Nate really covered my bio, but to give everyone a bit of background as to why I'm specifically here, um, to talk about just career building and um, starting from ground zero, especially during this time. Um, I just want to recognize that this is new territory for all of us. This is something that we are going through for the first time. We don't know uh, what normal is going to look like after this. Um, and specifically as it relates to our career, a lot of us are in different places, right? We're either looking to make a pivot. We're either just now graduating college and looking to get into the job market right now. Um, you know, we may have been furloughed, laid off and having to look for other opportunities as well too. So want to acknowledge that that's a very real reality. So uh, my goal today is to just make sure that I share uh, some tidbits, tips, tricks, best practices um, as to what you can do as you're going on your career search and your career journey, no matter what your goal is. Um, a lot of it coming from my mistakes. So five years ago this week, I actually graduated from college and I walked across the stage without a clue in the world about what I wanted to do. I had not had one job application submitted. I thought I wanted to go to grad school. I didn't have the GRE book. I didn't even like register to take the test. I barely had like any clue what was coming next. And I just remember feeling super overwhelmed. All I knew was I didn't want to go home to my parents. I really did not want to deal with, you know, hearing anything and feeling like a failure. Like I came back with like nothing prepared. Like after I spent four years chasing this degree, Sally Mae was about to start knocking on my door in six months. And I needed to make sure that those payments were ready to go. Um, and I wanted to do something. Uh, so, Truly, it honestly took me about three to four months of just searching to actually get my first offer. And that took a lot of time, energy, strategy, mentorship. Um, and it involved me taking risks as well, too. Um, but honestly, I really couldn't have gotten to where I am today in my career had it not been for the village and the, the mentorship um, and the love and the family and the people who poured into me and who pointed me in the right direction. So my goal today is to just share a lot of the game and the wisdom that people have passed down onto me. Um, so out of my talk today, I'm going to go over just, I would say like four points, four main points, key takeaways, skill sets, mindsets that you guys can really leverage as you go about your job search, whether or not you're starting, you know, from ground zero, kind of fresh out of school, looking for a new job, or you're really looking to make a new pivot, a career pivot. 
Um, so first one that I'm going to start with is um, really kind of going on the root of things, and it's going to repeat some of the stuff that Orion talked about. Um, but one, really starting with your why. Uh, so I'm going to start off with a quote from Simon Sinek. He said in his TED Talk, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So Simon Sinek, he's a leadership expert. He really talks about this concept of the golden circle, where why is in the middle, and then there's the how and the what. And so often we focus on the job that we want to do, which is the what and the how. Um, but we really need to start focusing on the why, because the why is the thread behind everything that we do. Um, when we focus on the problems that we want to solve, when we focus on why we're actually doing something, um, it really opens up the gamut for the jobs that we can go for. And it also helps us tell a really strong story and effectively communicate our skill sets and value adds to the job that we're actually applying for, interested in going for as well. Um, so as for me, kind of like a, a relevant story, uh, last year, Nate mentioned that I just started this job in tech empowerment, really kind of working on this program called Facebook Delevate. Um, I knew I wanted to do this last year at this time, job didn't even exist yet. And I was actually on the job hunt internally searching for just other roles, just looking for my next gig. Um, and a mentor of mine really challenged me to think differently. And she asked me to start looking at problems that I wanted to solve around me and the people that I wanted to serve, because that would help me start to identify the why behind what I was doing or what I wanted to do. And that actually opened the door for me to look at different jobs instead of just looking and pinpointing and say, if I don't hit this one target, then like I missed my mark, right? Because we're not always going to be perfect. We're not always going to get the exact things that we want. But if we actually focus on what we want to, on, on the problems that we want to solve and the people that we want to serve, it'll actually help us get closer to the why. Uh, so discovering your why is a process that takes a very long time. And I know uh, a lot of folks who are going to speak can also like say that as well too. And it's something that evolves. Um, for me, I can state that my why is to motivate and encourage the human spirit. And that's something that took me nearly 25 years to actually come to understand and uncover. So for those of you who kind of like are in the different stages of really trying to understand and uncover that, I just want to leave you with some best practices that you can do to try to start to uncover your why. Um, so the first thing that I would recommend trying is starting out with uh, a pros and cons list of what you're currently doing, right, within your current job. So kind of write down what are the pros and cons of what you're doing? What do you like about your job and what do you dislike? And take some time to actually write it out. So studies show that you're actually seven more, you're actually seven times more likely to remember something when you write it down. And when you write things down and when you write your vision, you're more likely to remember it and to apply it. So this will actually kind of just force you to pay attention to those things. Even if that list is not perfect the first time that you get it, you can always come back and write it and give yourself a couple of days to kind of pay attention to those things. The second thing that I'll also do that I did as well that was super helpful was mapping out your career. So whether or not, you know, you're just kind of graduating, mapping out your college career or you're an early career, mid-career professional, map out your career, make a line, kind of like a timeline and do a series of highs and lows and chart those moments out and then start to go back and kind of identify some patterns in that um, because you'll actually start to uncover and learn a lot about yourself. What types of roles do you typically do? What are some of the things that really gave you energy and made you happy? What were some of your successes, right? What were some of the lows? And you'll start to really kind of really identify patterns in, in your thinking and your experience um, that can really add some clarity to your why and to some things that you're clearly passionate about and really help give you direction into where you want to go. Um, other things that I would also recommend doing, ask for feedback. 
ask for feedback from your friends, from your family, from your colleagues, from your classmates. Ask them questions like, what do you think I'm really good at? What is one thing that you've noticed about me when you've worked with me? What value and specific contributions do you think that I bring to the team? I think a lot of the time we stay in our own heads and we can get in our own way that way. And I know for me personally, I need the, someone from the outside looking in to tell me, hey, Ralph, you're good at X, Y, Z, or you're actually really good at thinking about things from this perspective, or you have a really solid EQ. And sometimes these are things that you may not have noticed about yourself, but once someone kind of points that out to you, you'll be able to start to pay attention to a lot of those patterns and it will start to uncover some things for you as well. Um, the last tip I'm gonna leave you with is really reflect and write about um, a couple of things. So what gives you energy? Um, write down when you find yourself in a state of flow. So when do you find yourself in a position where you just feel the most energized and the most productive? Um, what things are you working on? What problems are you passionate about? What people are you, are you willing to, are you like really passionate about serving? Um, and then what topics are you just genuinely curious about? and start to kind of pay attention and pinpoint those things out. And uh, the last thing that I would also say with this is uh, develop your own why statement and your own purpose statement. It's really important when it comes to crafting your story. It's, I can't underestimate how important it is. It's the thing that you're gonna start speaking and saying in interviews, you'll write in your cover letters when you have information on interviews and talk to people about why you want the job or why you want that opportunity really write that down and know it and make sure it's something that sticks, make sure it's something that is genuine, that's real, that's authentic, um, because people will buy into that. So that's the first tip around kind of starting with your why. Second thing that I'm going to talk about is relationships. So really starting with who you know. So for me, in my five years, um, I've had, I want to say, four roles between two companies in the five years since I've graduated college. None of those roles did I submit a cold application for. Every single job that I have gotten to date has been through someone that I know. My first job was through a college friend. Uh, my second role at that job was something that a mentor and a sponsor helped me come up with a proposal and we pitched and we created a new role within the company. My pivot to Facebook was from a friend who referred me to the role and coached me through the interview process. And then my current role is from a mentor and a sponsor who I worked with on the program. Um, who sent the opportunity my way as well to an advocated for me. So it's really important, especially during this time in COVID where I know that everything is virtual and things are in flux, um, that you really try to nurture the relationships that are important because those are the things that get you in the door, they get you up the ladder and they help you thrive. You have to be really intentional with your relationships because you never know how they're gonna, and how they're gonna help you and where they're gonna lead you down the line. So strategies just to kind of help you for relationship building, especially in the world that we live in today, definitely want to acknowledge that it's a lot different. For me, I did a lot of going to different conferences and events. Um, I did a lot of just kind of like in-person networking during that time as well, too. I think now we do have the opportunity um, to do a lot of things virtually as well. So um, we'll talk through kind of some tools first. So the first set of tools that I'm going to talk about are just different things that we have at our disposal that you could be using. So the first one is going to be LinkedIn. And I think that that's kind of an obvious one, but a given one as well. LinkedIn for me was really instrumental in building relationships. Um, so doing things like sending out cold emails to people, asking your current LinkedIn connections for introductions to people that you two may be mutual friends with, right? Um, joining some of the professional or affinity groups as well within LinkedIn, just so you guys can uh, know each other. Changing your job status and filling out your profile just so recruiters know that they can find you. 
Right now, there are a lot of remote jobs. And what we know for a fact is that remote work is here and remote work is going to stay beyond COVID. So I think that that's actually going to open up even more opportunity beyond this reality as well, too, for that. So make sure that you're also tapping into those resources and just giving out the signals that you guys are open and looking for new opportunities and having conversations. Second piece is Facebook groups. Uh, so I'm actually a part of a few local here in Austin um, job groups and job boards as well. So when I was making my pivot to Facebook, um, they actually have a lot of really good resources. Find some of the professional groups within the city that you're in or the cities that you want to live in, um, whether it's like tech or different industries as well too. Join them, introduce yourself, put your LinkedIn handles, and then make yourself available and open and state that kind of like in your introductory post, um, either for a phone call or for coffee. It can go a really long way. Those groups are really dope and there are some really great moderators. I can't stress that enough. It's a really great way to just kind of get involved and get connected to learn what other opportunities are out there. The other things that I would also like recommend leveraging is just your school alumni network. So going back to your career services um, folks and having conversations with them, your alumni have a shared experience. They went to the same school with you. So you kind of all already have a connection and can start off on a great foot. So that's a new way to kind of break in and pivot to a new industry or just find out what opportunities are going on. And then virtual summits, um, similar to this one. So start from ground zero is a great place to start, but keep an eye out because a lot of these summits were formerly conferences that you used to have to pay a lot of money to get invited to or try to go to out the fly to, and now they're accessible. So take advantage of them being accessible. Um, one great one that I would plug is Quarantine Con that I went to about a month and a half ago or two months ago, right when quarantine first started. Um, they recently had a job fair and they have just great random networking um, things going on as well too. So these are great ways that you can also meet new people in different industries and start building those connections and those relationships. When it comes to the how to approach someone for building a relationship, I would just say really try to be authentic Start small, pick one to two people per week and try not to overwhelm yourself because it can be a lot during this time. Um, find ways to just ask, you know, how they're doing, what things they're working on, how you can help, any perspective that you can offer, and then ask for what you need. Know what you ask before, before you get on the call and ask for what you need, whether it's feedback, insight, ask for referrals, um, and then ask for coaching, coaching through the interview process. Like I said, I've had people, I think every one of my interviews over the last four years, I've had people coaching me through the process um, and then ask for that sponsorship and the advocacy um, for the people that you need as well too. Um, and then the last thing is just really when it comes to kind of this job search, I know that we are all in, in different places, um, but really making a plan and just kind of adding goals and kind of quantifying it it can be really overwhelming. Job hunting is a job within itself. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of research, it takes a lot of energy. So something that I recommend doing that I did when I was actually making a career pivot, um, and I still try to keep a running list of this as well too, is make an Excel spreadsheet or even find a template online. There's actually one called My Job Search Tracker on themuse.com, where you can keep track of the jobs that you applied for, the interviews that you have, and set goals for yourself. Set the number of jobs that you want to apply for in a week, whether it's three to five, right? How much time do you want to allocate each day or per week to this job search? What locations should you be looking at? Um, and then how many like coffee chats or informational interviews do you want to have? Uh, the second thing that I would also say is make sure that whenever you're applying for a job, really try to find someone that you know or someone that knows someone at that company that can introduce you. Start, try to develop a relationship with someone there already who can give you the insight you're looking for. 
you're not just trying to interview for that job. Like they're not just interviewing you. You're also interviewing them to see if it's a good fit for you. And if it's something that will fit within the direction of the career that you want to go into. Um, and then the last major piece of advice in this area is resume. Um, really, really focus on tailoring your resume to the job that you're applying for. I think that that is so important. What most, some people don't know is that a lot of these jobs actually use scanners. So they scan the resumes before they even send them to the recruiter and they're looking for keywords. So you can use something called jobscan.co, which actually allows you to test your resume um, with the job description and give you a match rate and a certain percentage. Definitely recommend leveraging those resources because it's really important and that'll actually help you get through the door. Because um, sometimes it's not that you're not getting any callbacks or any emails back. It's just that your resume probably just didn't fit the description. Um, but you have the skill set and you're qualified. I'm not saying lie and I'm not saying stretch the truth at all, but really just saying just do your best to kind of tailor it to what you need. And a simple hack for me is keep a master resume with everything and then just copy and paste what you need so that you can tailor it to the job that you're going for. Um, and then I think that's it for my main points. My last point is really just around taking care of yourself, guys. Um, you, if you can't be your best self for yourself, you're not going to be your best self for your other, for others. And you're not going to be your best self for your job. Um, I, my correlation in my life, the biggest thing that I noticed was that I was in the deepest, I probably was in like therapy the most every around every job transition, because it was always a significant moment in my life. So really make sure that you guys are taking care of yourself and making sure that you're in a healthy place. Um, otherwise you're not going to show up well for that new job that you're going for. Uh, and that's it on my end. Hey guys, thank you for listening. The show is powered by Ground Zero Coffee, an East African coffee company focused on community impact through storytelling and social enterprise. Ground Zero serves specialty grade and ethically traded coffee sourced from its place of origin, Ethiopia, and the greater East African regions. Ground Zero is committed to creating new narratives and closing the wealth gap within underrepresented communities worldwide through storytelling and social enterprise. Be sure to show your support and order your coffee from Ground Zero now at startfromgroundzero.com.